Chapter 5. Cardiology. Topic 1. Coronary Artery Disease. In today's episode, we'll discuss coronary artery disease, a complex disease characterized by the deposition of atherosclerotic plaques within the coronary vessels. This leads to progressive narrowing, ultimately causing ischemia to the distal myocardium. A multitude of risk factors can contribute to coronary artery disease, including hypertension, where uncontrolled high blood pressure can damage arteries, leading to plaque buildup. Diabetes and higher glucose levels can also contribute to plaque development, as can dyslipidemia, which includes elevated LDL and decreased HDL levels. Other risk factors include autoimmune diseases such as SLE and rheumatoid arthritis, genetics or family history, and specific drug use, particularly cocaine and smoking, leading to spasm and damage to the coronary arteries. The pathophysiology of coronary artery disease centers on the accumulation of fatty plaques in the coronary arteries, reducing blood flow to the heart muscle and leading to symptoms like substernal chest pain, worsened by exertion and improved by nitroglycerin or rest. Diagnosing CAD requires careful evaluation with risk stratification, where low risk indicates no diagnostic testing, intermediate risk may require a cardiac stress test, and high risk might involve cardiac catheterization. Other diagnostic tools include an EKG to evaluate for ST elevation, T-wave inversions, a new left bundle branch block, troponins to detect myocardial damage, and calcium scoring to look for evidence of calcium deposition in the coronary arteries. Managing coronary artery disease is multifaceted, involving lifestyle modifications such as weight loss, adherence to the DASH diet emphasizing low salt, low fat, and high fiber, smoking cessation, and regular exercise. Medications include antihypertensives like thiazides, calcium channel blockers, angiotensin-converting enzyme inhibitors, angiotensin receptor blockers. Antianginals also play a role such as beta blockers, metoprolol, calcium channel blockers, verapamil, diltiazem, sublingual nitrate, and renolazine. Antiplatelets like aspirin or clopidogrel for those intolerant to aspirin are essential to prevent thrombosis. Optimizing glucose management is important with strict glycemic control, with a goal hemoglobin a 1c of less than 7%, and medium to high-intensity statins, such as atorvastatin or rosuvastatin, with a goal LDL less than 100. Diagnostic testing for coronary artery disease is multifaceted and includes a range of assessments tailored to the patient's symptoms, risk factors, and ability to exercise. Here's an overview of these tests. EKG. This is a quick cheap, and non-invasive test often used to screen for ST and T-wave abnormalities. It's a common first step in the evaluation of potential heart issues. Troponin. This highly sensitive test is used to screen for evidence of myocardial damage. A troponin test is positive within 3 to 6 hours, peaks at 24 hours, and remains positive for up to 2 weeks. CKMB. As an enzyme used to detect myocardial damage, CKMB is not as sensitive as troponin. However, it may be used to detect reinfarction as levels return to normal within 36 to 48 hours. There are a few different types of stress tests, EKG, nuclear medicine, and dobutamine, each with its own utility. EKG stress test. This is the first-line stress test if a patient has a normal baseline EKG and can exercise. It provides good prognostic information with a positive test revealing symptoms like ST segment depression, chest pain, hypotension, or lightheadedness, dizziness. Nuclear myocardial perfusion, used in patients who cannot exercise, a positive test reveals decreased uptake of a nuclear tracer at an increased heart rate, but normal uptake at rest. 
indicating reversible ischemia, dobutamine stress echocardiogram. Similar to the myocardial perfusion scan, this test uses dobutamine, a beta-1 agonist, to increase heart rate and myocardial oxygen demand. A positive test shows wall motion abnormalities at increased heart rates. CT calcium score. This alternative test for patients with intermediate risk and unable to exercise detects calcification of the coronary arteries. A calcium score above 100 indicates an increased likelihood of a cardiac event, while a lack of coronary artery calcification has a high negative predictive value for a cardiac event. Coronary angiography. This invasive test directly visualizes the coronary arteries. A catheter is inserted through the radial or femoral artery, and contrast dye is injected to visualize the coronary artery anatomy. It's an ideal test for high-risk patients with a high likelihood of coronary artery disease and allows for intervention like stent placement. Risks include the development of hematoma or pseudoaneurysm at the catheter insertion point, less common with radial artery insertion, and atheroembolic disease.